0: Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome. Glad to have you with us again today. Warren Litzman is coming your way with another great In Christ message. Oh, these are so wonderful and such a blessing and so life-changing. Thank you for all of your great response. We're so grateful to you to listen and so grateful to to hear the experiences you were having and the eyes you're being opened by listening to these wonderful broadcasts. Warren Litzman was so special and had such a special way of breaking things down and just communicating and telling you how it is in a way that you can understand. Let's listen to him now for this week's message. Here's Warren.
1: Now, dear friends, we're together again. I hope you have a good day today, one of the best days you've ever had. As I have a dear friend I talk to, dear pastor over in Tennessee, and every time I talk to him, he always ends his discussion with me, have a dandy day, and sometimes that sticks with me. And so I'm telling you, I hope you have a handy day today. You can have a handy day, dear friends, if you'll simply look to Jesus, if you'll simply trust in our Lord, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. What a powerful statement it is! Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Well, that's a very simple way to get into all of this. But once you get into it, you're going to have to turn to the Constitution and bylaws. And that's Paul's epistles. Because he's the only one that lays out as a Constitution and a bylaw these grand and glorious aspects of what is ours in Christ. I've been talking from the 7th verse of 1 Corinthians 2 for some time because... I want you to understand that Christianity is not a knowledge that you break down into everyday talk. Because behind this are some basic factors that Almighty God Himself has given us. Real, wonderful, thrilling truths that God has given us. Let me read the verse and then we'll go back and talk about it a little. It's verse 7 of 1 Corinthians 2. It says, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. It's been hidden in God. We talked about this yesterday. This this over 100 powerful benefits are ours. But they were hidden in God until Christ died on the cross. And when he died on the cross, he opened the floodgate of love for God so loved the world. He opened that floodgate up and he released into humanity wonderful, glorious, powerful benefits of being a Christian. So many of those benefits have been transferred from being gifts from Christ, whose death on the cross provided for all of it, to us listening to salesmen and so forth who are talking about you coming to their church. The benefits of going to the house of God anywhere, the benefit of that is that somebody opens up to you these glorious and wonderful benefits that are ours in Christ Jesus. That's the way way God planned it. That's what he'd like to see happen, that it would open up to hungry hearts these blessings and benefits of his love toward us. We live in a world today that thinks only bodies, body-wise. They only think of healing and, and uh, miracles in the body and so forth. And that that's a part of the benefits. But that's not all they are. Sometimes benefits need to be applied where they are needed. And while everybody may have something physically wrong with them, there may be something far greater that they need. I remember many years ago when I was a much younger preacher, I preached healing, divine healing, that God could heal the sick and set them free. But I came to a conclusion in that period of time, even as a young man, I came to a conclusion that many of these people who need bodily healing need something else far greater. They need something else working in their life far more important. You say, well, what if a person is dying with disease, what more important could they need? It's simple. They weren't made as Christians to live on this earth. They were made to live in the Father's house. And if you're getting close to the Father's house, don't run from it. I know that's kind of earth-shattering to people who have friends and loved ones about dying. But let me tell you, death is a shortcut to glory. Death can be a means by which you enter into the glorious life of the Son. Life of the Son. Kind of got hung up on that. Our magazine we provide worldwide through this ministry is called Life in the Son. And there is a life in the sun, a glorious, wonderful life in the sun that goes beyond all our comprehension of what is ours in Christ Jesus. But you know, for many years, I couldn't tell people what the benefits were because they were not into Christ and knew what it meant to be in Christ. And knew what it meant for Christ to be in them. They didn't know and understand that. And still the majority of Christians don't. Some of them do. Thank God there are new voices being heard across the land today and around the world. And we welcome them. But we want to get this message out till the whole world knows. I want the whole world to know what God has done. Not through religion. That's why so many people don't go to church anymore so to speak. They think religion has fouled up that there's something wrong with it or it didn't work or whatever. But let me tell you, it does work. It is real. It is powerful. Not religion, but this Christ, this Jesus Christ. You can find him on a battlefield. You can find him in a hospital room. You can find him in an ICU ward. You can find him anywhere. He's real. And he's filled with these benefits. Among the benefits is going home to the father. That's a part of it. So you may not always get what it is you major in unless you are built on the solid rock. That's, that's a big thing. That little song, The Solid Rock. I'm very, very sure I'm anchored to the solid rock. I'd like for you to come to that. Because when you're anchored to Christ, it doesn't matter whether you live or die. Not my words, those are Paul's words. It doesn't matter about you, it matters about Christ in you. So, I'm still hitting the same nail on the head, trying to get it across to hungry hearts, what it is that constitutes the gospel, what it is that constitutes Christianity. And so from this one little verse, we see that the great mystery, Christ in us, was hidden by God for centuries. For over 4,000 years, there wasn't anybody who knew what was in God's mind until the cross took place. It took the cross. It took the death of Jesus Christ as the hope of the world.
0: We'll be back to Warren in just a moment in today's message. Isn't this great? And you know what's really exciting is you can go back and rehear these things, re listen to them. And I have, have for years, and every time I hear something different. The vision that Warren had always was to get this in Christ message out until the whole world knows. That's what we're trying to do, to do our little part. And it's so important to do because, as you know and as you're hearing, this is a special, life-changing experience, this In Christ message. For more information on the In Christ message and who we are, go to the website. It's Christ-Life.org. Christ-Life.Org. That'll tell you all about us. You can go to the bookstore, look at some of the materials that Warren left behind, and I think you'll really be glad you did. Now let's get back to Warren.
1: Well, I want to get to that last line of that verse. I've not talked about it yet. It said the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Well, I have said a little bit about that because. I have been talking about the fact that all the time God dealt with Adam and Eve, and he dealt with Noah and the ark, and he dealt with David and his slingshot, and he dealt with Isaiah and Jeremiah, the great prophets. He dealt with them. All of them were dealt with in a little bit different way. And it kind of irritates me when I hear scholars say that there's only one gospel in the Bible. That's foolishness. There are many ways that God dealt with people hoping that these people would conform to his message. But it never happened. It took the death of Jesus Christ from humanity to ever come to the knowledge of what God was doing. Now there were some in the Old Testament look looked forward to that. Even David did. Certainly Isaiah did. And there were many others who may just mention of this great and powerful factor of Christ dying on the cross. But you know what? It didn't stick. It didn't take hold. Even when he came to this earth and he brought his message and he brought deliverance, healing for the sick, raised the dead, cast out devils, he did all of these things and they still didn't catch. They didn't get it. Never became the gospel until God raised up the Apostle Paul he was a man who needed the gospel more than anybody on earth but that was a man God chose and God put within him a message that belongs to you and I today the only message that where God talks directly to us well that's what's happening the last line says that he that God ordained this I'm trying to get by that word ordained listen to me ordained means that God so to speak has laid a hand on somebody to make this work well the somebody he ordained to do it was Jesus Christ and then The somebody that God raised up to tell the message was the Apostle Paul. Nobody else tells it. Not even the followers of Jesus Christ got hold of it. Some of them might have believed a little bit of what Paul said, but most of them just hadn't gotten hold of it yet. To this day, there are good people who haven't gotten a hold of what it is God is doing through the cross of Jesus Christ. But these are things that he ordained. During 4,000 years of the Old Testament, God was dealing with humanity through this thought that He had ordained already. Sooner or later, Christ will die. And so, we get the picture that the people in the Old Testament look forward to the cross, and the people now living look back to the cross for their salvation and their deliverance. That's so. But to think that God only had this in his mind as his plan is a powerful thought. That means when anybody gets saved today by the shed blood of Jesus Christ, by what Christ did on the cross, when anybody gets saved by those things, they're getting the deep thoughts out of God himself of what he had planned For our glory, for the people who live in this world, ordained before the world even started, he was planning on Christ being the life of believers. Oh, dear friends, listen to me. I've got to get this message across. You've got to know this. This is the one big thing you need to know. God never planned to change you into somebody. He never planned to make you a good Christian. He planned for Christ to be the life of the believer. That was his plan. That's his plan still today. That's still what he wants today. He wants Christ to be the life of every human being. That's what makes the difference between what God is doing and what man is doing. Man's trying to make a better life for human beings on their own principles. No, sir. God wants you to be another life. The Christ life. He wants Christ to live in and through you. Now, there's so much to be said by that, and I know I don't get... To all of it. Not in this short period of time. But as I go along. I'll get the bits, pieces and parts of it. And if you keep listening. You're going to hear. You're going to hear this fact. That this is what God planned. This is what God wanted. This is the way God saw it. Before the world was created. Think of it. He had these thoughts in his mind. As the wisdom. For human beings. How they should live. And how they should get to his house. He had it all planned. He ordained it. He still works today. Because there's some that believe that. There's some that read the scriptures. And they get that very, that very thought. That God had ordained something to take place. Before the world was created. For our glory. Our glory. Think about it. Before the world was created, he said, one day I'm going to have some human beings that are going to enter into this glorious revelation, this glorious life. I ordained Jesus to bring it about, and now that he has done that, I'm going to have some that enter into this glory that I planned before. The world was created. Let me just drop something here. Before the world was created means that nothing that has been created in this world is big enough to upset the plan of God. Nothing. I thank you for listening today. It didn't take long for my time to get past, but it passed quickly. Love you for being here. If you need any help from me, give me an email. If you want literature on these subjects, I have plenty of it that I've written myself, along with others who have joined with me. See you again tomorrow. God bless
0: you. We hope you've enjoyed today's message from Warren Litzman. Don't forget, these things he talks about are directly from the Bible. He was always the first to tell you and search for yourself. It's always from the Bible and through these things that he teaches and these wonderful messages he's been given, you can also find much of these on our website in books and tapes. Check it out. Christ-Life.org Go to the bookstore and see for yourself. Robbie Litzman, thank you for allowing us to bring these great archival messages each week. What a blessing. Valerie Hill, thank you for running the Twitter account. Tammy Laycock, thank you for your weekly post along with the website. Really, really informative and another great way to learn about the message. This program is produced each week by Teresa Ferraro for the Christ Life Fellowship. Go to the website christ-life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ Life.